Welcome to the podcast series, Interest Rates with Mates, with Colin, Todd, Sean, and Cass. Good morning, everyone. Happy Monday. Morning. morning. 31st of July. I always like this date because when you look at a calendar, it's pretty much bang on halfway through the year. <laughs> it's halfway through the Can year. Can you believe it? It's no. crazy. Goes quick. It goes. It's Christmas, so. Having fun. Hey. Fees and costs. So it's good to break it down as to what the anticipated fees with purchasing, refinancing, con- doing construction loans, what those fees are, um, and costs involved as well. So we thought we'd just explain it a little bit further, what those costs are, and we'll do a couple of different scenarios about stamp duty, things like that, just to give you a rough idea of what that looks like. Um, so let's start with purchasing. So the obvious uh Fee is, and probably the biggest one you'll see is stamp duty. Yeah, now this can range quite a bit d- depending what state you're in. Uh, but Queensland, uh, if we're saying a purchase up to yeah, you know, at six hundred thousand, you're looking stamp duty twelve thousand eight hundred and fifty. Uh, and remember, this is uh, not first time buyer, so this is just if you've had an existing property before. Uh, mortgage registration, this is uh, pretty much straightforward across the board, $224.32. I think last year that was down at one ninety five. dollars up a little bit per <laughs> year, so that's for the, uh, for the bank to register the mortgage yep. uh, on, the, uh, on the title of the property. And the transfer, $1,993.78. Gotta love the government fees, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I guess the easiest way to <laughs> how I explain it to clients so it doesn't get too confusing, I just say stamp duty and government fees. Yep. So in total, you're looking at about sort of $15,000. Um, yeah, I feel like sometimes they've been quoted, the, the, the lower figure, the 12000 the stamp duty only component, and then they have a conversation with us and we're like, just keep in mind there's those other few thousand dollars of fees there. So yep. uh, obviously it's very important for us to, to make the clients aware of the total fees and charges that are involved in the purchase so that we don't get to settlement day then have a shortfall. Um, another thing to point out too is I feel a lot of clients ask us like, oh, can we just add on the stamp duty on top of the purchase <laughs> price? It's like, oh, I've got my 5% deposit. I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, hang on a sec. Like, yeah. And even if you are a first home buyer at a 600000 purchase price, you're still copying the full brunt of stamp duty and government fees. Um, the the purchase price caps for the first home buyer concession, the stamp duty concession is set really low. So mm. obviously as soon as you go over a purchase price of five you're copying the full amount of stamp duty. Yeah, and the other thing too is with um, that was on an owner occupied purchase, was, Sean, yeah. as well. Like if you're an investor, so Queensland have different rates of stamp duty for investors and uh, uh, and owner occupiers. Uh, some states have the same the same rate of stamp duty, um, but it's around about seven or eight thousand dollars more normally uh, across the board if you're buying an investment property in uh, in Queensland. Um, so just to keep that in mind as well, a lot of a lot of money. Um, Cass, what have you seen in legal fees um, over the years? What are those sort of range at? Yeah, this can be um, – this is an interesting <laughs> one as well because a lot of people sort of get a little bit misguided because they, they might be charged or quoted a flat fee of, say, six ninety, nine ninety, something like that. Inevitably, with searches and things like that, it, it sort of you know gets a bit close to around sixteen hundred. Um, I think over two grand, you're probably paying a bit too much. Um, but that's sort of the general general space is around that sixteen sixteen hundred to two thousand. Yeah, and then we've got um, building and pests as well. So building and pests, you know, the proper good reports they range up to five hundred dollars. 
Yeah, it can be a little yeah, bit more. Depends on yeah, how much yeah. or you know what depth you want to go into, I suppose. But um, but generally, I, I sort of quote anywhere between that five hundred dollars and a thousand dollars for most pest and building yeah, reports. So yeah, uh, just to cover that off based on experience. Mm. So just oh, just on that building and pest as well, a lot of clients ask me, do I need to provide that to the bank? Um, yeah. But I think we've covered this before when we'd spoken on another pro- podcast. They don't actually need to provide that to the bank, but it's obviously great for their due diligence to, yep. to make sure that the property's safe and um, has had all its approval and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, if, if you're looking for an owner-occupied purchase at 600000 that's already gone up to $18,000 in fees and in costs. Fees. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that's why it's good to understand what the actual process is and uh, mm. actually saving for your deposit and then saving for those fees as well. And, and unfortunately, yeah. that's what people sort of forget. They, don't yeah, they? they, they, they do the 5%, 5% <laughs> but they it's like that little go. bit more. Yeah. <laughs> I had one like that on the weekend. So, um, uh, yeah, so, and I think it's really important too, like our process is that we'll go through a funding calculator with all yeah. our clients as well. So and then when we get to a point where we're moving forward with an application, we'll actually give you a copy of that funding calculator as well so that you're well – uh, abreast of obviously, you know, the, the fees and the total deposit, what it covers as well. So that's purchasing, refinance. Uh, the fees aren't too bad because you're not paying stamp duty this time around. Um, so a couple of fees that could pop up um, is uh, or one that will definitely is a discharge fee. So that's from move, uh, from bank to bank um, to discharge the mortgage into the other bank's name. It's about $350. Yeah, it's and pretty uh, standard. Pretty standard. A lot of clients think that's a um, it's a penalty for getting out of their bank. Like gone are the days many many years ago, they used to be called the um, the deferred establishment fee. Yes. And depending on the bank, yes. year one was high, year two was low, and then got to year four or five, then it phased out, <laughs> and then the government got got rid of that. But um, um, so a discharge fee is just purely like a, I always count it as like an admin fee or a settlement mm-hmm. fee. Um, and generally, like like Sean was saying, it ranges from anywhere from sort of one hundred and fifty dollars or thereabouts up to eight hundred dollars. I think I saw one. Yeah, um, right. Not so long ago, so yeah, three fifties around, yeah. sort of yeah, pretty, standardized, pretty standard. and that's uh, yeah. that's per security as well. So if you got yeah, three true, or four properties, properties yeah. yeah, that's when you start to get over that thousand dollar mark. Yeah. And just to be clear, that that's a fee that you're outgoing, so your current bank is is charging you yeah. to to release the mortgage to to go to the new bank. And those Again, fees, we'll, we'll yeah. factor that in yeah. when we're doing yeah. that funding position for you as well, so that you understand that, that that's an additional cost that's part of the transaction. Yeah, but and and then in that too, I know we said we couldn't um, capitalize the cost. So I think you were saying that Todd before, but when we're refinancing, uh, we generally can mm. capitalize the cost as well to move across. So obviously, what we're looking for there is that when you move to the next bank, you're saving money straight away. That'll absorb the fees that you have to pay to move banks. Um, and, and again, we'll go through all that with you when we do the meeting. And that's why cashbacks were created is to help with those fees. Um, mm. So, but I think we've only got about two lenders left <laughs> with cashbacks now. So, yeah, the cash, cashbacks yeah. got a bit out of hand, though. Didn't yeah, they, they did. So, yeah, <laughs> became a bit more, bit, bit less about the um, the, the transfer <laughs> and a bit more about getting the business. Yes. Um, we've yeah. got a settlement fee as well, so that's usually the bank's representative uh, of doing the transaction, which is a PEXA fee. So that's what, 100, around a hundred dollars. Seems to be fairly standard. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. And then the bank that you're going to could have an application fee, but this is another conversation that we'll have uh, in our meeting to go through the different products. Different products have different uh, app fees um, and some banks don't have app fees. So that's where we'll have the upfront conversation as well. Yeah, and the other thing too just on that is valuation fees. Like the banks Mm. will pay for the cost generally, like the first valuation costs. Uh, Some banks will pay for multiple valuations if you've got multiple properties as well. Um, but there are some lenders that do charge for evaluation. Uh, I think, generally speaking, around two hundred and fifty. Mm. Be what that uh, yep. or what that cost would be. 
construction or to do construction generally there is a separate construction fee uh, again some lenders don't charge it some lenders do mm. uh, but this is another one uh, to take into account and it's not only the construction application fee but it's also progress payment fees as well yep so yep. some banks uh, you could have five or six progress payments you might have a ten dollar or fifteen dollar progress payment fee on top of that as well yep yeah, yeah. Can, can be a bit higher than that. Yeah, some banks will charge a thousand dollars just to cover all the progress payments. Yeah, um, others will charge fifty per progress yeah. payment. Once again, I guess that's the difference, isn't it? Like one bank will charge nothing for valuations, nothing for an establishment <laughs> fee, nothing for progress payments, and then other lenders will charge valuation fees, progress mm. payment fees, establishment fees, all that. So that's, I guess, that, that's the biggest benefit of coming to a broker. We can. Confirm your options, not just based on interest rate, but also based on fees, fees and work yeah. out what's going to be the best option for, for your situation. Definitely. And probably the last one to touch on is our fees, which we have none of. Well, it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably one of the biggest questions that we get asked, yeah. isn't it? What's your fee? Um, yeah. No, we don't charge anything. No, we don't charge anything. And that's why uh, uh, I think a broker is really important. Brokers shouldn't mm-hmm. be charging a fee yeah. full stop. So. No. And then also too, like I've, I've had clients say, oh, well, you, you know, there must be something in the background that's <laughs> somehow the interest rates, you know, factored in your fee. And I said, by all means, go check out the, mm-hmm. the interest rate online. Nine times out of 10, the advertised rates will be higher than what we've negotiated in the background. That's right. Um, if you look at, if you jump online, look at Commonwealth Bank, see what they're offering for a sub 80% loan. I think online it'll say 6.3, mm-hmm. 6.4%. We know that we're negotiating those down to about 6.19. Not that that's competitive. There's far better rates out there. But, you know, that's just a prime example of the advertised rates are actually far higher than what we negotiate in the background. 100%. Yeah. And yeah, it's, absolutely. All, it's all up front in your game plan as well. So you can actually see what we're going to get paid from the lender as well so it's all transparent as well yeah yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. yeah yeah absolutely so fees and costs there are a few that can pop up from time to time probably the main one is purchasing um so funding calculator probably takes about 20 seconds to fill out so if you want to know what your what your funding position is and how much you need to save for a certain amount of um what, what your borrowing capacity lines to we can do that Absolutely, yeah, and as you said, we can do it very quickly, so just give us a call. Give us a call. All right, we'll see you next week. We'll be doing genuine savings. Genuine and genuine savings. Genuine savings. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. See you then. Have a good week. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed creating it for you. If you have any feedback, questions, or suggestions for future topics, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. All of these episodes are available to download for free wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, take care.